Hi guys, Ash here from the Gullers and Blues and welcome to the latest edition of the podcast. I'm not going to keep it too long this week, just a quick look back at the, at the big news from the points review uh, from the start of this week and obviously uh, everything against uh, West Ham on Saturday. Stay tuned, talk coming up next. Morales currently looks favourite. Does Baines have anything to say about that? Referee making sure the wall is back 10. So guys, hi, yes, Ash here from the Goodison Blues Supporters Club Ireland Podcast and welcome to the latest episode. We'll quickly just touch on what was last Saturday, the uh, the draw against Brighton. I think we can all be very shocked at how the way the game ended. Where on earth did they get nine injury time minutes from? Only uh, God knows and the powers that be in the Premier League, I don't know where they got that from because there certainly was nowhere near that. Um... I think we would all admit that we would have taken the draw at the start of the game. But to go 1-0 up, them down to 10 men, to not go and kill the game off. No, we decided to sit back and just take all the pressure. And for some reason, he brings on Ashley Young. That's Sean Dyche. And it all goes to the pot in the 90, <laughs> 95th minute when they equalised but a good point on the road, as they say. But I was very annoyed. I was even very um, very vocal on our WhatsApp page at the time, screwing up You know what could have been a very, very important three points, especially knowing what I'm going to talk about next. So, of course, that was the, the, the reaction, or should I say the result from Everton's appeal for breaking the Premier League financial rules. So our original, as we all know, we were immediately docked 10 points in November for breaking these profit and sustainability rules uh, in this so-called three-year period, 2001-22, blah, blah, blah. And at the time, the punishment would have been the biggest in the Premier League history. And we immediately went from 14th to um, what bottom nearly on points maybe on that day and we now know and as we can see in the table that has all changed to a certain degree as um the appeal the the the, the panel i think they had something like seven or nine different points that they went on and seven of them they agreed with the original uh, findings but two of them they decided you know that it wasn't I don't know the exact reason of one of them but I do know what the other was the fact that in the original uh, sanction it was deemed that Everton were not you know coming out as you know very workable with the Premier League and very knowledgeable and telling them the reason being where we all know that Everton were fully uh, cooperative and fully went with the Premier League to say, okay, we know we've done wrong. They went out of their way to comply with what they needed to do with the findings. And so, in other words, we were deemed that we weren't trying to help our case at all. And that's what this is what the the new uh, panel has found that we were 
very helpful and very wanting to you know get this on the on the move and with that the reduction from 10 points to six points and that lifts us from uh 17th to currently 15th in the table but as we all know the club is facing another possible points deduction which will happen at the end of the season now of course what does that matter for the club what does that matter for the likes of our second sanction and obviously for uh, Nottingham Forest's sanction going forward? Well, if you read between the lines, that's okay. For the sanction that we have gotten, it's six points. Is Does that mean that the ruling is going to stay at six points? Does that mean then that the one that Nottingham Forest has today gets six points? In other words, then for our second one, do we get six points? Secondly, can you go and appeal that decision and obviously it would be harder for everything to appeal because we're appealing on exactly the same charge so why would there be any difference so me not being very very knowledgeable of these things i'm only a football fan if that's telling me that it's six points that means then basically it's in everton's hands now they need to ensure they survive the season more than six points now other people might say well because this is our second sanction will you get uh deducted more points because you didn't save yourselves on the second one that remains to be seen and only the corruption of the premier league will let that you know so we could actually survive the last day of the season by six points and in turn then after the second sanction they'll turn around and say well we're going to fine you eight points and that means you get relegated but the bottom line is it's not fair on likes of ourselves Nottingham Forest who are in that position not knowing how we're going to finish the end of the season same with the likes of Luton, Brentford anyone or sorry uh, Burnley all those teams who are in that area in this relegation fight with us that means okay what happens to them because obviously if nothing happens to us and they get relegated they might be aggrieved because they might survive uh, might go down because we literally survived at the skin of our, our teeth so, while it's a small, very, very small, uh, I suppose, present to get back those points, it is up to Everton to ensure that the game's going forward, starting with West Ham tomorrow, that we take all three points. We, we, you know, there's all this talk. You'll, see, you'll hear it on different podcasts. You'll hear it on different YouTube pages. They're turning around and basically saying, these are the points that we need to get on the board as quickly as possible. So... Basically, in case you don't know, these are our, I suppose, our upcoming home fixtures that most people believe that we get maximum points from. So obviously starting tomorrow, a lot of people believe that we should be beating West Ham. We then were supposed to have a game, the Merseyside Derby at Anfield. Regardless, you know, that's been postponed for the moment because Liverpool have gotten through in the FA Cup. And I think it's the... They got they drew Manchester United, so that game will have to be played first. But regardless of what happens, uh, we're not going to get anything from that game anyway because the powers that be won't allow it. Then we have Burnley at home in April. Again, you're thinking, okay, we should be winning that game quite comfortably. We also have to play our uh, rivals uh, in these uh, allegations, which is uh, Nottingham Forest at home. You should be thinking three points. Also, Brentford at home towards the end of April, three points. And then into the Spurs away games. I've even heard some of them saying they actually think we'll get a freak result next Saturday at Old Trafford. Now, Manchester United are a different kettle of fish. When we had that big game at Goodison Park and we thought the crowd were going to get behind us, we thought that we were going to 
give them an actual game. Of course, it was Garnacho absolutely ruined that for us, and Manchester United went on to steal, you know, steamroll that game. Even though you felt that we did enough to possibly get something from that game, we also then have Luton away from home. People are saying that should be three points, but don't forget, Luton Town have already beaten us twice at home. So that's a, a scary thought in itself. We have Bournemouth away. Or people think, okay, that should be three points. We have Newcastle away. That's going to be a difficult game. We have Chelsea away, difficult game. Uh, we also have Sheffield United at home uh, before we finish away at Arsenal. And last season, I think we were steamrolled by Arsenal. We always seem to get Arsenal towards the very end of the season, if not the last game. So that's there. So... When you look at that, you're thinking on paper, as this old saying goes, these are games we should be definitely winning. I just, as I said before, I'm going to reiterate, I think the bottom line is, if a precedent has been set with six points, Everton need to ensure that by the end of that season, by the end of that Arsenal game, that we should be more than six points clear. And if by any chance of the, of the imagination that the... The findings of the second one takes more than six points off us and we are relegated. Well, then we know that we already know the league is corrupt. Let's, let's, I said this before and I'll say it again. There's six teams and the other 14 are feeder clubs. That's, what, that's all it is. We're just making up the numbers big time. But um, starting with, with the West Ham game tomorrow, unfortunately, they were on a bit of a bad run until, was it Monday, when they uh, Jared uh, Bowen got himself a hat-trick when they beat Brentford, I think it was. So they're going to be on a bit of a high coming into this game. But we need to ensure it's three points. It has to be three points tomorrow, end of story. And just start getting this momentum going. And we need to put the ball in the back of the net. Dominic Cavett-Lewin, Beto, doesn't matter who's up front. They need to get the ball in the back of the net. Um, we know there's injury problems. Uh, Onana has tweaked something again. We know that Idrissa Ganagay is definitely not going to be there for this game. So that means that the worst fear is that they're going to end up putting Ashley Young into midfield. Hopefully not. Um, Deli Ali, I've said it before, I don't think he's ever going to play for the club again. Uh, Sean Dyche did say that it's more of a fitness thing now. He's Otherwise, he'd be ready to go. I don't see him ever playing for the club again. That's just my reasoning behind it. Um I said, just again, again, going. We don't know what's, what's happening with the Corey. The Corey's okay to start. I haven't heard anything on the press conference regarding him. So, oh yeah, Dan Juma's still out, of course. Dwight McNeil is just not on form at the, more, uh, at the moment. Jack Harrison's hit and miss. But we need something. We need something to be pulled out of the air tomorrow and take. And I don't think just, well, obviously a lot of people say, because we haven't won since December, that any win will do. Not only do I think that any win will do, I think it's the fact that we need a very comfortable win and a strong performance. So we go into that Manchester United game and Bournemouth game. And I presume at some point in April is when they're going to play the derby because I don't think they're going to wait until... The, I don't think both clubs would want to wait until the end of the season for that. So I think that's what's going to happen there. Um, Scoreline tomorrow, I'm going to have to be very, very positive in myself and think that we're going to win 2-0. Oh, and again, Jordan Pickford has done well keeping clean sheets this season. Let's hope tomorrow is another one for him. And obviously, it could be great, you know, if things start going pear-shaped in the game, let's stick Jar, Jar Bradway to front. He can get a goal like he did against uh, Brighton. What a screamer that was. Well taken on his left foot, onto his right. Oh, sorry, well, I was, yeah, onto his, onto his right. And <laughs> buried it all. So I think we get three points tomorrow. 
I, because I think on a small thing, I think people have been saying now since we got that ten points that maybe it's the the mindset of the players have been just drowned right to the bottom since this has actually happened. And maybe now when you look at the table in the position that we are with those points back, this is the chance for the players to wake up and turn it on and do what. Let's be fair, like they're not the worst players in the world, but we know they can do better. And if they can do that, we never know what will happen tomorrow. And kickoff, guys, is at 3 o'clock, live in Matters, the home of Everton fans in Dublin. So get yourselves in there if you can. Cheer on the Blues, and hopefully we get this 2-0 win tomorrow. Until then, guys, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. Have a good weekend. Kevin Morales may want his turn at the free kick as well. Either way, Everton need one of these players to hit the net with time running out. I think UC Escalina may have a better idea of what's coming here. Fains again. Heaney scored again. Two sensational free kicks.